episode 166 is upon us with Heather and Timmy, founder of Energy Muse. Heather Askinosi is a leading influencer on the power of crystals, feng shui, and holistic healing. For over 25 years, she has had the privilege of studying with the best healers from all over the world who have passed down ancient teachings on how to utilize energy technology. In 2000, Heather co-founded Energy Muse with business partner Timmy Jandro. Energy Muse is a conscious lifestyle brand providing tools of empowerment, inspiration, and hope in the tangible form of jewelry and crystals. Together, Heather and Timmy are helping people reconnect with the energy of the earth to align with their highest selves, realize their true calling, and tap into their own personal magnificence. You can visit them online at energymuse.com. I decided to have Heather and Timmy on the show today because I've been getting really interested in crystals, but I also wanted to understand how do they work? Why do they work? What does it mean when you're being drawn to a certain kind of crystal? What's their history? Are there different crystals that are helpful for different stages of your life? Is this all hocus pocus or is it real? And that's why I had Heather and Timmy on because I found Energy Muse, love what they were up to. I highly recommend you go to their website and check them all out. Um, so we are going to head on over to that show very quickly. I've got a little bit of a cold today. been battling with a cold for probably a week now. So I'm going to make this intro pretty short. But before we head on over, of course, here's the review of the week. This comes from Haley Bug Yoga, and she says, love me some Maddie Moon. I have struggled to find someone to relate to on my journey to find happiness in my body and recovery from alcoholism and disordered eating. Someone suggested this podcast to me, and I have listened to so many of them now, some of them twice. I feel like I know her, and she speaks to me on a different level, and I hope to be able to make one of her retreats one of these days. Thank you, Maddie Moon. So inspirational and raw. I dig it. Thank you, Haley Bug Yoga. That means so much to me. Every review always does. And if you are interested in coming to one of my retreats, I am currently in the planning stage of one that I'm going to be putting on most likely in January and it's going to be all for women over the lessons of surrendering and trust through the power of acro yoga and you can be a beginner you do not have to have ever done acro yoga before but it's all going to be on surrendering and trust and tapping into that magical power we have within us but through the beautiful act of acro yoga so if you're interested in that Haley please reach out to me and I will let you know more information once I have it a little bit more concrete Two more announcements that I'll make very short and sweet. The first one, if you want to apply for my one-on-one coaching, you can go to maddiemoon.com coaching. This is for anyone who is ready to dive in deeper to unravel old, stale, limiting beliefs and create an entirely new path for their lives, whether it means breaking down body image or food issues or creating a business. Like I said, you can apply for that on my website. It will also be on the show notes for this episode. And the other announcement is just a warm welcome to the show's sponsor, Beauty Counter. I became very interested in Beauty Counter a few months ago after I watched a documentary called The Human Experiment on Netflix. If you take away anything from this intro portion, I would highly recommend that you go to Netflix and watch The Human Experiment. I believe it's also on iTunes. And after I realized what I was putting on my body, I decided to make a huge shift that has led to a greater understanding of the types of chemicals we're keeping in our homes and the effects they have on our bodies, including infertility and cancer. And I didn't want to just nourish myself in a emotional and spiritual and 
um, nutritional way, but I also wanted to do it in a skincare way. In the way that I do beauty, I wanted to refocus and realign and get back in touch with my body on a integrity-filled level where I'm not just putting on, slathering on chemicals left and right that are affecting my body, but also the other bodies that are coming into contact with me. But I wanted to treat my body in a healthy, loving way, which includes what I put on my body. And Beauty Counter is switching to safer for us. Whereas the European Union has 1,400 chemicals banned from their skincare and beauty, the United States only has 11. Beauty Counter is a company that was founded by a woman who had this longing and a desire to see change in the way that the United States does skincare. The entire world does skincare. And she created this line, and look where it is now. It's grown. It's, it's been booming. They're going to the White House trying to make changes in the way that we do skincare as a whole, what you find at Walgreens. It's not just about beauty counter, but it's about getting safer products in the homes of everyone and getting safer products in our stores so that you just, you don't have to go online to just one website. You can know that whatever you're buying in stores is going to be safe. So I support beauty counter for that. If you want to check out our products, you can go to beautycounter.com slash Madeline Moon and technically shop with me. If you're interested in joining my team, you could also do that by just reaching out to me and we can have an awesome virtual coffee chat. I would love to dive in deep with you to tell you a little bit more about Beauty Counter and how you can get involved. That's all the announcements I have for today. Let's go head on over to this awesome show with Energy Muse founders, Heather and Timmy. You are now entering the Mind Body Musings podcast. If you find yourself hungry for growth, eager for inspiration, and longing for self-improvement, welcome home. Hosted by motivational speaker and life coach Maddie Moon, you can be certain you will learn how to change your life in magical ways in each and every episode. Are you ready to stop caring what other people think? Is it time you break limiting beliefs and empower your whole being? Do you know how to use the one life you've been given to the absolute fullest? Join Maddie Moon and her inspirational guests every Wednesday for the life-altering discussions on freedom, vulnerability, abundance, and so much more. For more insight, grab your free gift on MaddieMoon.com and uncover your own once-in-a-lifetime greatness within. If you have kind words to say, feel free to leave a review on the show in iTunes or send your favorite episode to a friend. We look forward to hearing your insights and growing together in unexpected ways. And now, without further ado, here's your host. Maddie Moon. Okay, and we're back here on the Mind Body Musings podcast here with Heather and Timmy of Energy Muse. I heard about Energy Muse probably about, I'd say, four months ago before one of my retreats. I saw Heather and Timmy on another podcast, got super interested, checked out their website and immediately ordered some stones for the retreat I was putting on. Y'all's vibe is wonderful. You're, you give so much education around crystals. And while I love to dive really deep into my actual guests' lives, I have so many questions for you just about crystals. So thank you guys for coming on. It's such a pleasure to be able to have you here today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. We love to talk about crystals. I can tell. So. <laughs> it's so juicy. Y'all you'll know so much. So before we do head into those questions that I have for you guys, can you give us a little bit of background, your story, some background insight into how you got so involved in crystals and maybe just how you got to where you are today? 
Well, my story is very different from Heather's story in that this is Timmy. Um, I started out in the garment industry right out of college and very linear kind of person, loved to do sales, was selling all the major big box department stores around the country, traveling up a storm, completely got burnt out and had really lost a lot of who was me. Um, my femininity, it was a very male driven business and I was feeling like I was getting completely hardened as the days, years, months went on and decided to take a break and, and got out of the business. And I was kind of in the interim when I stumbled upon something Heather was working with because she asked me to be her guinea pig. And Heather, tell us about your story. Um, let's see. So I think, you know, I um, my story is started out. I was selling high end real estate in Manhattan Beach, and I this is about twenty five years ago. And one of my clients at the time um, wanted to buy a piece of property, but he wanted to have it feng shuied, and he wanted a house that had good feng shui. And at that time, I had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. Um, so anyway, I ended up going and learning about feng shui because I wanted to sell in real estate. But through those courses, and I learned classical feng shui, which is based on mathematics, but through those courses, I really learned about energy and healing and just like um, how even though sometimes we can't see something, doesn't mean that it's not there. And it really opened up a whole new world for me. And I stumbled across a crystal store. Once again, this is, you know, a while ago. And um, I walked in and I felt as if I had walked into a magical, enchanted cave, like another world. And I remember at that time I was living a double life where I was this, you know, real estate agent by day. And at nighttime I would run over to this crystal store. And over time, um, the crystals kind of took my heart and I ended up, um, calling different healers and shamans and medicine people at the time. And I would travel to where they were to study with them. But, um, after studying a lot of different things, the crystals kind of were the one thing that really, um, I connected with on on uh, a soul level, on a research level, on many different levels. So, you know, Timmy and I are now here 17 years into owning Energy Muse, and it's been a really cool journey. And um, we've met some amazing people, and like such as yourself, we get to talk to. What beautiful stories. I love that. And so since you're in California, do you feel like, being living there, it's a very supportive environment for the business and work that you're in. I know a bit about uh, San Diego and a little bit about LA. So which part of that are you in? We're actually from Manhattan Beach, California. So Heather and I have been friends since the single digits. And I think because of that friendship, when we started Energy Muse, the trust factor is there. So in our partnership, you know, that's such an important part of a partnership that's already a given so we get to just do our work and do what we do and, and help others and not worry about all of those other issues that so many partnerships have to deal with but I will say Manhattan Beach has, has been a mecca for entrepreneurs and we feel really blessed to have grown up there because 
our business literally started out of the trunks of our cars on the streets of Manhattan Beach, selling to people that wanted the energy beads. And we didn't really talk about the story, but Heather, you should share that. Well, the thing I, what I love about the question that you just asked is it's, um, it's one that we are being asked often. Um, you know, we have a book coming out in October, but because of that, a lot of people are asking, you know, what do you think of this new crystal trend? And what do you think about people being so open to crystals right now? And what, what, you know, Timmy and I often say is, you know, we love that, that people are definitely open to crystals and, you know, that whole market is opening up. But we've been doing this for 17 years and we've been able to stay in business for 17 years because people are into crystals. I think it's just something that is being talked about more, but there's been a lot of interest for, you know, obviously for many years or we still wouldn't be here. Can you explain what... What do crystals actually do? Because I, I'm a very like practical person, very minimalistic, and I have felt drawn to crystals. I think they're absolutely beautiful, but I have a hard time grasping all of these properties. They do this, they do that. How do you right. use them? Those types of questions, the basics. Can you cover some okay. of those? I think on the what, what Timmy and I's main purpose, especially with our new book, Crystal Muse, is that we really want to demystify exactly what you said about hey, you know what, What, what's going on with these crystals? It sometimes seems so hard to get, get our heads around it because they all do so many different things. But at the end of the day, what crystals are is they are just a tool. They are an earth tool that we can hold on to, we can meditate with, or we could have in our home to just help us on our journey. And I think that if people could kind of just start with that, that, if they see a crystal and they're attracted to it, don't get into the whole part of, hey, this is for money or this is supposedly for health or this is for anti-anxiety because what one crystal might do for someone, say, for example, um, we both were looking at rose quartz. So, and rose quartz has this energy of love and healing. And how do you know that? Because if you look at it, it's pink. And when you look at it, you can it kind of looks like love. But for me, if I am wanting to um, attract love or have more love in my my marriage, that rose quartz is going to do something different for me versus somebody else who might be wearing rose quartz because they're healing from a from a broken marriage. Does that make sense? It's going to interact with us differently. Now, the crystal still is about love or the energy of love, but how we engage with it will be different. So I think the number one thing to start with crystals is to trust yourself that if you see a crystal and you're attracted to it, that you should work with it or hold it or maybe have it in your environment. Because at the end of the day, you know yourself better than anybody else. And our philosophy at Energy Muse is not to put your put your power or be put give over your power to a rock or a crystal or whatever it's about re-empowering yourself and reclaiming your power but using a crystal as a tool to help you get there do you see the big difference yeah that makes sense to me i'm thinking of it in terms of um i'm thinking of it similar to astrology as it's mm-hmm. very, you can interpret it in certain different ways many different ways yes um, yeah okay. yes it's a and you know i 
the thing about crystals, and once again, just from, from working with them for such a long time, it's really about getting still, getting quiet, stopping, and taking the time. Because that's when we're going to be able to reconnect with ourselves. And that's really what the crystal world's all about. I mean, even if you look at a crystal and it's what catches your eye at first is how beautiful it is. Well, take it in. You know what I mean? Take in the beauty of nature. Take in that simplicity. I love that you said you're minimalist because really a crystal, there it's very simple and yet it's very complex because to be a minimalist, because I'm studying right, that right now and I'm obsessed with it and I'm obsessed with people that are able to do it because it's very hard. It looks very simple on the surface, but it's not always so easy. Does that make sense? To really be so... Um, so to be so aware, to be so aware, which is 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 very advanced. Mm-hmm. In regards to minimalism, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you be, it really is. I mean, to be minimalistic, you have to be completely in the now. You have to be always aware of what's going on with your state and and why you're doing something or why you know what I mean. It's a constant um, engagement with self. As well as, your, as well as your environment. So I love how you put that together because that is true, I think, with the mineral world. Mm, yeah, I like that connection. The way I had seen it before you just said that was that I'm a minimalist. I can't collect anything. I don't collect mm-hmm. things. Maybe I'll take pictures, but I can't mm-hmm. actually have a physical uh, crystal. And I think that's been one of the things that has been holding me back from collecting more is because right. I get so, I get a little bit, so it, it's good and it's bad because I love my minimalistic lifestyle. I'm very choosy about what I take mm-hmm. in to my personal space. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, that's used against me though, because I can really Why? like something and I might overthink it of having things around me. Um, well, the thing that a lot of people do with crystals is, say, for example, you were to have one and you were to work with it and you were to enjoy it. But then what happens is through time, say you have a friend or you see someone or you meet somebody and you feel that maybe that crystal would help them, then you pass it forward. Oh, I like that. So you're, so you're not really ever attached. Mm. It doesn't mean that you can't experience. It's just the then it's that level of not being attached. You could experience, you could enjoy it, but then you also could share it with others or somebody else who might come in your life who then can reap the benefits and you pay it forward. So another, th- I understand a lot of this does happen to be with what how you interpret it, and it's faith too. It's saying I'm getting centered. I'm holding this beautiful crystal that represents self esteem, self worth, self love, and I'm going to sit with this. Do crystals have particular molecules that actually vibrate in certain ways to affect this? Or is this mostly this stone represents this and it's almost a placebo effect where you believe this connection and then it helps you to get into that mindset? Well, if you look at every mineral on a scientific level, you know, every mineral is Every crystal is made up of different minerals. Not all, not each crystal has the same molecular structure, um, nor does it have the same mineral composition. Okay, so if you look at human beings, 
we all have different molecular structure and there's certain minerals that are balanced within our body or imbalanced with our body. Some people are deplete, depleted of zinc or some people need more magnesium or you know what I'm saying? So all of these crystals have different minerals within them. And um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, if you go back to every ancient civilization since the beginning of time, every single civilization has used the energy of crystal or the mineral world at some point. And if you think about it from just even like out of our head, which is kind of if you look at our new consciousness now, we're really moving into this place of we got to get out of our heads and into our hearts and start feeling more because the mind of us getting attached to having everything being proven to us on a logical linear, uh, phys- you know, physics, mm-hmm. quantum physics type level. Um, what it, what that does is that keeps us trapped in this whole, it keeps us, it might be explosive, but it also keeps us trapped just in a bigger box and not really to the level of expanding not only our minds, but our hearts. But if you go back through time is usually if something doesn't work or if something doesn't really have a lot of girth to it, it will fade out through time. But the earth has been here before you and I, and it's going to be here a long time after. Hopefully if we all as human beings can get our act together here while we're living on the earth and remember that we need to take care of it because we're really, that's a whole other conversation. But the thing is, is, is that, um, how come every civilization keeps using these minerals? And what's interesting about the crystals is that they keep reinventing themselves. You know, in the Grecian area, they were used as armor. Um, in the Egyptian era, they were used as, you know, ground up for eyeshadow and, and, you know, people were buried with them to go into the afterworld. Now and today, if you look at, you know, crystals, they're being used, um, on our computer. It's the main component of the computer, silicon dioxide. LCD, liquid crystal display, uh, look at shungite. They're calling it the miracle molecule of the 21st century. Um, it's, you know, uh, for EMFs and, you know, rush, it's over in Russia and they're using it in hospitals to, um, purify the water. I mean, there's, the more we open ourselves up, the more that we are able to, um, to see that there's so much more for us to feel and experience. So I, I I do agree with your, your sentiment because I could go there too, because I am a researcher and I could get trapped into that, not trapped because I, I feel like we have to be able to um, get our head around things. But from working in this industry with Timmy for such a long time, what we've learned is that the whole message of the energy of the earth is for us to feel because if we don't start feeling as humans, not only towards one another, but as as our planet, we're we're kind of getting into a really big mess. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, even as you were saying that, I was realizing the differences and the mentality towards crystals. One is 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 very um, logical. How does this work? What are the molecules saying? Give me the science. And the other one is more of the feminine of the feeling of the belief and the leaning into it. And personally, I love to live my life like that. 
my natural state is to look for the logic and the concrete facts and to have this list and bullets and understanding it. But I love stepping more into that um, belief of something that feels good because it opens up and activates something in your heart. I love that. And so crystals are a beautiful tool for that. And I, I too have felt that feeling. It's been really interesting. I have been for the past year extremely attracted to citrine. Mm. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. It's not citrine. Okay, citrine. Yes, I have been so attracted to that for so long, and I don't even know why. I just keep feeling drawn to but- this color and this energy. And I even redid my website, and I have a lot of that color in there, followed by getting my first crystal, which was that. And I have a necklace I'm wearing right now, which is that. And I'm assuming that has something to do with a lot of the work that I do in my business with self-worth and esteem and confidence. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, if you even go back, like when you look at that citrine, what is that citrine when you hold it or when you see it, what is it doing for you? I feel a combination of both comfort and expansion. Okay. And what does expansion mean for you? Expansion means to me um, going beyond these average borders that I've been living on, which has mm-hmm. still been fantastic because I do a lot mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone on a daily basis. But even more so, there are even bigger things that I have been dreaming of and chasing after and doing, especially in this past year. And wow. a lot of um, self-belief. I would say Mm. there have been certain things where I'm like, I want to do this, but I don't know. I don't know if I can publicly speak or if I can put on five retreats in a year or do this. And I've been doing these things simultaneously being really happy when I see this color and this crystal. Wow. Well, you know, what's so cool about your story is that you trusted yourself enough to, um, to resonate with a stone emerge with it because you know it's cool about when you just talk to us about your stone at no point did you talk about how the molecular structure was changing your molecular structure and you were vibrating at the frequency of a megahertz what you were talking about was is that you felt that you wanted that you were tapping into this light of self-worth and um and what and that and it makes you happy. And at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? And you're resonating that out to other people and they're feeling inspired by you because of what you're doing. So thank you for, for trusting yourself enough to go on the ride. Mm, well, thank you for appreciating that. That That's beautiful. And that's so true. We don't need to overthink these things. We need to feel and lean into them. I love that. So one time I remember opening up y'all's... Um, I think it was your Instagram story and you did a little spiel about astrological signs and, and certain stones for them. So do certain stones help with uh, your sign either to lean more into it? Like there are certain ones that are paired with your sign. So as, okay. So for example, you know, every month, um, depending on what your sign is, um, some months we have amazing months in our life's journey and some months might be a little bit difficult than others, right? And so what we try to do is we pair um, stones up with astrology signs for that month to kind of help balance out what somebody might have going on. So like, for example, I'm a Scorpio. So 
um, ideally malachite and um, malachite or like a yellow sapphire is amazing for me. Timmy is a a Gemini and aquamarine is amazing for her and wearing pearls. So in general, those are great stones for us. However, this month for me personally, according to my astrology, I should not even be talking to you. I should be in a room with the door shut and like, you know, hiding under the, you know, it's, you know, it's one of those times on my astrology that it's like an interesting month. So my stones might change because I might feel like I want more grounding stones around me because this month has more lessons for me to navigate. Mm -hmm. And Timmy might be having this amazing month of where it's just like, you know, Hey, I'm, she's feeling blissed out. And she's like, I want to really, capture some more light and i'm loving citrine too similar to you you know what i'm saying so our astrological thing that we do is based more on how to balance out um a sign's astrology with you know mercury retrograde or saturn in retrograde or whatever's going venus you know what i mean as the planets are always shifting and turning right and how you could use crystals during those periods right yes and that's probably a much deeper conversation. I think yeah. a, a lot of people assume the more that I have conversations around this, that your sun sign is your, is like the only thing that really matters. And that's what people generally learn is just your sun sign. And if that's all that you want to dive into that, that's absolutely fine. I love astrology. So the more I've been learning about that, about how the different planets transition affect all different parts of me and learning more about my um, moon sign and my rising sign and where Mercury is, all that. Very, very fascinating. Can you tell me if you know, I mean, I'm sure you know, but in generally speaking, what crystal is good for Leos? Well, my daughter is a Leo. So I definitely do know. Um, and I love Leos. Leos are, are you a Leo? I am a Leo and my partner is also a Leo. That's, and my well, mom's and, a Leo. Okay. And Timmy has some Leo in her chart. So I definitely know about Leos. Okay. <laughs> this is what I love about Leo people. Leos, I don't know if you've noticed this and, and maybe you have. Leos always have the best hair because they're the lions. You know what I mean? And if you ever see a Leo, just next time check it out, they always have fabulous hair. Mm -hmm. And um, I love Peridot for Leos, which is kind of one of your birthstones. But Leos are always about, and this what is so perfect for you is that Leo and Citrine's amazing because Leo people are always usually very sunny and happy. Now, if you get a Leo angry, they will roar. But most Leos roar but then they like get over it and move on. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because they've got other major things to handle and be fabulous and conquer the world. So, um, so you know, the, the stones, the lioness stones, the stones that are like light and the tiger's eye and um, the citrines and the peridots, those are amazing stones for Leos. Ah, I like that. I think you just described me perfectly and to a T. And it's been, yeah, me and my partner and my mom also, we all have amazing hair. <laughs> Not to toot oh, my own horn, okay. but you yeah. do have very thick hair and it's all blonde and it's all just very, very, very thick. Oh my gosh. Well, and notice that when you're out next time and you, always the Leos in the crowd are just, the, they have the best hair. It's just, they get so lucky. <laughs> uh, so fascinating. And I love that about the sun because it is the sun sign. And so no yeah. wonder I'm so attracted to that. Um, I've never really been attracted to the super light green, but I think when I look back in my past, I think that's because my mom never was. And so when I'm little, I'm like, oh, mommy doesn't like our 
Arborstone. I don't like Arborstone. Right. I'm like mommy. But yeah. when I really look at it, I probably like that color just fine. <laughs> like if I, I really do think it's a beautiful color. I think there's some of that stuff going on there, which is also something I'm learning today. Great. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So what about activating crystals? Um, is there anything you need to do when you first get your crystal or anything you need to do after you start holding it, meditating with it, carrying it around to take care of it? Well, it's always really important to clean it because the crystal has been touched. It's been mined. Um, it's maybe been shaped. And now you're getting it with all the different energies that it has carried until it's come to you. So we always suggest saging your crystals and cleaning its slate, so to speak, so that you can set your intention. Because as we always say, you've got to give a crystal a job. So before you give it a job, you want it to be in a clean state. So you want to program it because the crystals are there to work with you as a tool, but they want to know what you want it to do. And so it's really important that you sit and hold it and give it a job. Mm, okay. I like that. And and what, what about the putting it under the moon? What does that do? Well, that's another modality of cleaning your crystals. You can put them in the sun, Leo, the sun, mm. your, your citrine will love the sun and then also set it out in the moon for a day and night. So it's a full cycle. Oh, okay. Great. I love that. It's very easy to do. I mean, some people will even place their crystals in the base of a potted plant just because you're putting it back into Mother Earth. So that also is a cleansing effect. Do you have some unexpected side effects of using crystals to share? Any kind of differences that you've noticed people experience in their life? Yeah, um, well, Timmy, you should talk about when um, when we used to go to crystal warehouses, what would happen. Oh, so because my background wasn't really, I wasn't drawn to crystals, so to speak. I actually came into knowing about them through osmosis because I worked with them when Heather would say, hey, try this, try that. And I felt something. So that was really why I was drawn to crystals. But when we first started our business, we would go to these huge warehouses, literally like four football fields full of crystals. And I would tell Heather, I am spinning out. Like I've got to lay down. I'm so dizzy. And if you're not acclimated to the energy of crystals and being around so many different energies, it can kind of spin you out a little bit. So that's where you really have to keep grounded and, and really trust yourself and listen to yourself. And so I would literally lay down, get grounded and then, come back up and start shopping again. <laughs> yep. That's we had fascinating. A, we had a guy not too long ago that came in to film a segment for us. And, you know, he 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 was like, ah, oh, you know, crystals are cool. I don't know if I buy into all this crystal stuff. And, you know, I we respect that. He's He was a camera guy and whatnot. So, anyway, he's filming us. And literally about, was it an hour into the filming, mm -hmm. He drops to the ground on the floor <laughs> and we're like, oh my God, what, what, are you okay? And he's like, I, I'm so dizzy. I can't, I, you know, I got to lay down. So we ended up laying all these crystals on him and saging him. And in about a half an hour, he came back to life and he felt like a million bucks. And he said, you know what? I'm never going to undervalue 
he's like, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really believe in any of this when I came in here. You know, placebo, I don't know. And he's like, I literally, it zapped me. It took, not zapped, he said it just, it was overwhelming for me to be in such an environment with so many crystals. And he said, I actually, had I not felt it, I would never have believed it. And um, the segment he did on us, I have to say, is unbelievable, <laughs> which is, we'll go into that later. But I mean, it was amazing. And had he not experienced, I don't know if he would have filmed and edited the piece for us that he did, because he got it. Does that make sense? He experienced it. He felt it. Um, and that was that was the changing factor for him. Wow. Really yeah. interesting. So he was doing, he was interviewing you for a segment for something. Well, um, you know, we have a crystal, a, a book coming out. And so today is actually when it, when it launched, um, all our pre-order at our website, energymuse.com. And if you pre-order our book, you get five free, um, video segments. Um, and one was, is on crystals, one is on space clearing, and one is on beauty. And so he filmed all of these for us. And so, we actually now have a great relationship with this guy because he filmed all these segments for us. But I have to say what he was first filming and then after he experienced the crystals, what he ended up doing or capturing, it's amazing. When you look at these videos, it's like you think that this guy had been doing crystal photography his whole life because he really captured it. Wow. That's so inspiring. And I'll make sure I have the link to that in the show notes for this. Episode oh, thank you. 166. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I have to get it as well. Can you tell us? I just have a couple more questions here. Um, what is the difference between a crystal in stone form and then a crystal in wand form? Oh, okay. Um, wand. Okay. Can you clarify like wand form meaning just a crystal in the shape of a wand or like a crystal wand? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know oh, okay. there was a difference. Um, okay, so uh, I think if you look at um, a, a wand, okay, so let's take a, a raw, something that's raw. Something that's raw um, feels different, and it's not as pointed or as focused direction as, a, I would say, a crystal wand. Because usually a point or a crystal point has, it comes to a head, and it, you know what I mean? There's a, mm -hmm. a, a point at the end. Right. That's something that you, that shape you use more for something that you want to have focused attention on. So sometimes people will write down their intentions or what they want to create in their life. And then they'll put a crystal point on top. So that means that they want to magnify or enhance with their written words and make it go upward. Mm. Okay. So, Different crystals and different shapes are used in different ways. I mean, there's like if you have a crystal sphere, which is a circle, I mean, there's no beginning and there's no end. So sometimes people like to have crystal spheres in their bedroom because it's more of a balanced energy. It's not so focused. It's more of a circle. It's it has more balance to it. Okay. The energy that it emits off but so the shapes do also emit energy. I think what we've found very interesting is people will start out with crystals in a stone form because they're easy. You can put them in your pocket, like you said, Madeline. You could uh, put them at your bedside table, put them in your purse, have them on you, and they're small. And it's kind of like a great starter way to feel a crystal. People put them in their bras. I mean, mm -hmm. They can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. 
What do you think about crystals that are molded into like hearts and Ganesh and different shapes like that? Is it the same exact? Does it hold the same authenticity and quote power as one that has not been molded and shaped into these types of forms? Um, You know what? Once again, that's, that's like a personal, I would think it's, you know, not to dodge your question, but in all honesty, it's kind of like, you know, asking somebody, you know, do they believe in adaptogens or what green drink that, you know what I mean? It's gotcha. like, everyone's got, Hey, do you like whey or do you, you know, are you doing, <laughs> okay, there's so, yeah. it's a big conversation. I think that whatever, if something, if you look at something and it feels good to you, each one of us are individual and you resonate with it, who is somebody to say that that's not right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I think that more than ever, um, what Timmy and I try to do is just give out the information, but we're hoping to broaden the sphere of, of just allowing people just to connect with to what they connect with and just honor the fact to be good with it and not and just uh, open up the conversation of like, let's bust out of our boxes and what we've been told by society and be told by everybody that we have to be or like or what something should be and just engage with it. So but, but to the conversation of Ganesh, we have tons of Ganeshes that are um, carved into stones and we absolutely love them. But then there's other people that are complete, uh, you know, raw and naturalists and they probably wouldn't resonate with that because they want it in more of the pure form. Mm-hmm. But I think a, a crystal in the heart shape, I mean, that gives the energy of love. I mean, you think of a heart, you think of love. So it could hold that space for you. Yeah. So some people like things carved and some people are like, look, I just want raw natural stones. Right. It's what resonates with you. What are Mm -hmm. you feeling called to? There's no right or wrong, no black or white. So good. Thank you guys. That's a wonderful reminder. My, my audience for the most part, it's very, they're very much, um, I think the reason why I have a lot of members who listen to this podcast is because there is a lot of that black and white, all or nothing type of thinking and stuff that is so flowy and into and intuitive and um, very interpretive based off of the person can be a little overwhelming. So you guys broke this down very beautifully. So thank you. Well, um, thank you. I mean, um, I just, you know, once again, for doing this for such a long time, you know, we've had the, you know, Timmy and I get to meet our, the people that come through our doors, are it's not black and white for us. We meet people from every um, walk of life, um, every financial sphere of life. So we really, I, maybe it's just how we see life because we're exposed to that diversity. So we're really about um, expressing and, and encouraging people to open up to that because it's a big world out there with a lot of different ideas. And you know what? It's, it's we all should just have more, you know, be able to respect one another's thoughts and whether we agree or disagree, still have that compassion, be like, Hey, it's all good. Just whatever you're into. And if it's not hurting or harming anyone, then enjoy. Life well, and that, that was really the basis for writing the book yeah. because we really wanted to have a book that's everyday rituals to tune into the real you. You do the work. You're the one that has the, um, the power to do so, not us. We're just sharing information. And we really look at our book as a recipe book where 
you would go into a recipe book and go, oh, today I want to make cookies or a cake or a vegan shake or whatever that might be. You might not read the recipe book from cover to cover. Same with our book, Crystal Muse. You might just go to the sleep chapter and want to understand some rituals that could help you sleep better. So those are your quote-unquote recipes to work with crystals in that modality. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry, I think the, the, the biggest thing that people need to realize is if they think that a crystal or a rock is going to change their life, they're going to be really disappointed because the only person that could change your life is you. But And believe me, if there was a quick fix, Timmy and I would be sitting here telling you because we would have met that person or we would have already done it. But what we've learned through this time period is, is there's no fast way of getting there. You've got to do that. It's all about the journey. you got to do the work. I wish I could tell you it was easier than that, but everyone's on their own journey. And so nobody else can do it for you. And just like you, Madeline, every day, every moment is a conscious decision of how you live in your minimalist way. And I think that that's the same thing that we are doing on in our, our lives too. It's just a different, a little bit different. Maybe in some cases that we have to be conscious of what we're putting out there, the way we speak, what we're sharing, because we want it to appeal to many also because again it's just our stories they may not work for you you know what i mean mm-hmm. right and what y'all saying about there's no quick fix absolutely um i i think that this is just another wonderful tool people can have in their self-care toolbox along mm-hmm. with many other things from positive self-talk, crying and feeling your feelings, being angry and allowing yourself to have all the emotions flow when need be, doing more tangible things like holding a crystal or going to get a massage. Those are beautiful tools as well. And they fluctuate on a daily basis. What you need will change as you harmonize your feminine and your masculine energy throughout the day to get stuff done, but also be in your flow. And so I love this tool because it is calling people to to step into this different version of themselves they might not be used to where they trust and believe and have faith and feel into it and turn off their brain like y'all said get more into your heart and and less into your mind while our minds are wonderful and logic is great i think we have a epidemic happening where we're relying on that solely and this is a very challenging thing to do for some people who aren't used to just holding something and sitting still and leaning into a feeling or a dream or something that might even be uncomfortable. But that is what really calls for us to do for us to step into that next version of ourselves or just to get to know ourselves better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually that was amazing. What you just said, I wish I could, I'm going to play this back when when it comes (laughs) out because that was amazing what you just said. Um, Yes, I agree. I mean, but you're right. I mean, it's it's when we're uncomfortable when the real work uh, resides. And I know for me, I run from being uncomfortable because that doesn't feel good. As human beings, we we want to feel good, but those are the things that makes us that make us grow. Yes, someone just said to me, "Don't believe everything you think." And that really comes back to our own accountability. And it it does go back into everything you just said. It's including faith and and relying on something that's bigger than you and and surrendering to some of this stuff because you've got to tap in and feel to heal so often. You can't think it through. 
Oh, yes. I often say you have to feel the shit to feel the shift. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and I think crystals could be a great tool for that, like holding something beautiful while you feel the shit. But you will get through. You will get to the shift. Yeah. But you have yeah. to allow yourself to take that course. So thank you, ladies, for coming on. Before we head on over to the quick fire round, where I'll just give you a few quick questions, can you let everyone know where they can connect with you online? Yes, at www.energymuse.com. And our book is also on pre-sale as of today online. Perfect. And I will make sure I have all of your links to the website, to your social media, and to the book on the show notes for this, episode 166. All right. And so for the quick fire round, just whatever comes to your mind first, I'll let um, Heather, you can go first, and then Timmy, you can follow. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, Madeline. <laughs> You're so welcome. All right. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's not too hard. I don't think. I've don't been told they're hard, but I don't think. Ah! We'll okay. see. Okay. Three words to describe you. Uh, unique, curious, adventurous. Uh, foundational. Grateful, talkative. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world besides where you currently live, where would it be? Ooh. Um, gosh, I just had like 20 things go through my head. Uh, you know what? I would say Kauai. I'm going to have to say Kauai also and probably San Sebastian. Never been there, but I have been to Kauai, and I love it. It's amazing. What did you guys eat for breakfast? Um, I had a, sh a shake with filled with different uh, adaptogens and supplements that I'm on right now at this moment. I actually had a salad with pumpkin seeds and a vegetable patty, so that was pretty unusual for me. It was kind of a brunch. <laughs> What's your biggest quality turn on in a partner? Oh, um, an open heart. Compassion. Who are three people you'd invite to your perfect dinner party? Mm, okay. Uh, the Dalai Lama, um, Prince. <laughs> I'm so sad he's gone. Um, anyway, and I would have to say... Who wrote The Great Gatsby? I'm really Oh, uh, Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, I don't know why. That just popped Love in my him. head. Anyway, okay, yeah, those would be mine. I would say Mother Mary. Um, I'm going to go with Mother Teresa. And I would actually have a huge affiliation with Hemingway. Mm. If love tasted like a flavor, what would it be? And think about this one. Oh. Because I know there's some immediate thoughts that come to mind of just sweetness, but really think about love and what love is to you and what flavor you think that would be. The first thing, and I don't know exactly, but it would be a, it would be a form of a nectar. Hmm. Mine was coconut because it feels like it needs to be really meaty and just like full of a lot of flesh i don't know yeah. <laughs> so much flesh everywhere wow, wow. i don't know what's happening wow. you know what i, I want to dude that's deep that's scaring me a little bit okay we'll just circle back on that that was really good i like that those are both good okay um last 
two more questions. What is, besides Crystal Muse, of course, what's another must-read book on y'all's list? Ooh, oh, gosh. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I just finished reading this, it, and it's probably not very spiritual, but I'm just going to say it. It's a book by this guy named Neil Strauss called The Truth. <laughs> and that, that book just, like, that book blew my mind in so many ways. So that would be mine. I got to read it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm more of a person that likes to set my like my day up with reading little readings every single day and or every single morning because someone told me the rest of your day is going to be set by the first five or ten minutes of your day. So I love this book called A Spiritual Book of Days by Paul Fiorini. It's just little tidbits of daily readings that just kind of set the tone for me for the day. Very last question. If you had a movie about your life, who would you cast to play the role of you? Oh, God. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Julia Roberts. I'm going to say Courtney Cox. Hmm. Those are great. I love those. Okay. Awesome. You you guys rocked it. A plus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you again, ladies, for coming on to the podcast. I feel so well-learned right now about all about Crystal, so I'm very appreciative, and I know all of my listeners will be as well. You guys are wonderful, and I'm going to continue to just do all my Crystal shopping at Energy Mills, so thank you. Thanks Thank so much you, for Madeline. having us. We're really, we really appreciate it. Everyone, if you want to check out Energy Mews and you want to check out the new book that they're publishing as well as their social links, you can go to MaddieMoon.com and listen to the episode with Heather and Timmy, episode 166. While you're there, check out all of the old podcast episodes. There is an archives there people forget about. You can go all the way back to episode number one. I so much appreciate you guys. I'm so grateful for you all coming back and listening every Wednesday. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I'll see you guys next week. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.